The police commission is on notice with the government outlining in detail its expectations around law and order. In a letter to Andrew Costa, the new police minister, Mark Mitchell, says the force needs to use its full legal powers, including new ones the government will make a priority, to stop gangs taking over public roads, towns and spaces, and to significantly disrupt gang and organised crime in the community. The Minister also expects a back-to-basics approach with a highly visible presence in the community and a continued strong focus on youth crime. Mark Mitchell signs off his letter saying meeting these expectations will require strong and decisive leadership. While joining us now is Police Commissioner Andrew Costa. Kia ora, Commissioner. Uh, how confident are you that you can meet these expectations? I'm really committed to... Uh, meeting them better, and I think uh, they're very aligned with what we would like to, like to do as an organisation in any event. Um, we know that we need to free up our front line uh, away from some of the things that others can do in order to focus on the things that only police can do, and looking forward to Minister's support in achieving that too. Okay, so controlling gangs is one of his top priorities. So no more convoys, he says, no more Tangi or Foxton funeral procession. Uh, have you got the resources to do that and how would you do it? Obviously we will need to deploy very carefully to those events to achieve that outcome and clearly the legislative changes that the government is uh, speaking to will be key levers in that. Um, clearly at the moment there's no... Offence associated with gang members gathering, uh, and so the patch ban is one of the things that would uh, potentially help us in that regard. In one of those funeral processions, how many how many people were wearing gang patches? Do you reckon several hundred? Oh, it depends on depends on which one you're referring to. But some of those events are very large. Uh, bearing in mind that uh, the best way to do enforcement may or may not be at that moment, but there will be follow through, and you can expect us to be very focused on those things. So that's my point. What are you going to do? Round them all up and cuff them on the day? Or are you going to send staff out and hunt down, I don't know, four or 500 people who were wearing patches? Do you have the resources for that? Uh, look, there are lots of ways for us to approach this, including as people are gathering for an event like that, for us to be able to take an enforcement action. So um, the tactics will depend on the situation. We need to make sure our uh, people are well prepared and that our planning is good. Um, but in the end, those legislative levers are important for us. Um, you've seen the way we were able to uh, focus on the recent headhunters' funeral. Um, that, that event went very smoothly, um, and so our people have, have got the, the skill for this. Um, we need to free them up to ensure that there's the time and space to focus their effort on, on this place. That was a totally different situation, Commissioner, because, as you say, no law existed then when the patches were illegal. It will, and I'm wondering how realistic it's going to be for you to enforce that. What do you think? We're we're providing advice to the government at the moment, obviously, on um, that legislation, the settings to uh, enable good enforcement, and and I probably can't give any more detail than than that at this stage, but clearly... um, You're an experienced police officer, Commissioner, and I understand your advice to the Minister will be confidential, but I'm asking you, in your experience, how realistic is it to stop several hundred people wearing their patches in public? It does depend a lot on on the settings that turn around that and uh, how much those settings discourage people from wearing patches in the first place. Um, So it's Clearly, until a law's in place and we see how people are responding to it, then it's pretty difficult to answer that question. Gang members break the law all the time. Do you really think they're going to take their patches off because there's a law that exists? 
As I say, that, that depends very much on the settings that are in place about that. And, um, of course, you know, police will take enforcement action. Um, how that's dealt with through the courts and other places will also be um, one of the things that determines how people behave in response to that law. How many officers did you have working on, on those funeral processions? Hundreds? Uh, it was certainly a very big commitment for that one, which travelled from Auckland all the way down to Foxton. Um, so there were, were, was a large number of staff involved from many districts along the route. And so should um, that be priority so, yeah, pl- policing commissioner with the patches? If you've got hundreds of gang members and you need to deploy hundreds of officers, um, is that the top use of your resources that you would like? There's clearly a lot of community concern around this issue uh, and it's been one of the top top issues that people have spoken to in terms of, um, you know, perceptions of safety uh, and what they do and don't want to see in their community. So that means it needs to be a priority for police. Of course, it's not the only thing that police is called on to do um, and we are pretty um, committed to being able to right-size our response in other areas so that we have the capacity to do this kind of thing. Okay, the Minister says he expects an immediate and sustained focus on the things that he has outlined in this letter. So what immediate changes have you made to the way you're doing things and what your priorities are? Well, the Minister's already acknowledged the great work that was done, uh, for example, in relation to the headhunters' funeral. So, you know, but that's before, right? You've got a different minister Uh, now. You've got a different minister, a different list of expectations. I'm asking about the immediate changes that he expects from you. What have you done since this government came in? How are you changing your policing? What are you telling your frontline officers? We're in the process of, uh, I guess, refreshing our priorities for the front line to call out more strongly some of these um, areas, particularly in terms of uh, visibility in our communities. Of course, the government's investment in 500 new police officers will be a key part of that uh, in terms of creating the big presence uh, that we will need around our town centres. Um, and we're also considering how we're organised in relation to um, gangs particularly and making sure that we've got the necessary coordination that will be required to um, police these events in, in a coordinated way. Where are you going to get the 500 new police officers from? Because your numbers show that um, people applying to become to police officers have absolutely plummeted, what, by almost 50% in the past four years. So where are the new 500 coming mm. from? Yeah, look, we, we did really well through the... Uh, 1800 growth that finished in June last year. Um, there's no doubt that in the last year or so, the labour market has become a lot tighter. Uh, and so we're going to have to work very hard at that. It probably means we will need to increase our effort into recruitment. In other words, invest um, more time into seeking out the people. Um, in the end, police officers are our own best recruiters. Uh, they sell the job because it's an awesome job. And, and so we need to uh, work through all of our, our people to reach out. Um, so have you met your intake maximums? Career. You know, you obviously have intakes at various points of the year. Have you been able to fill all those intakes yeah. in recent years or are you, you going, like, short of officers in the intakes? It, it, it has certainly become become tighter and we have had some in the last little while that we where we haven't had as many in as we wanted. 
Um, right, so you can't but, you can't right, fill so your we, intake as it is now, Commissioner, and that's my point. You can hope for an extra 500 officers. You can say it's a great job, but you've been doing that for a while. The police have been doing that for a while with um, recruitment. So where are they coming from? What are you going to do differently to get them? Well, to be fair, we have uh, grown by 1,800 through a period where the Australian police forces couldn't um, fill up no money recruit. So things have been different here, but it's getting harder here, and that's a relatively recent uh, thing that we have seen. Um, we are actively exploring how we increase the effort that goes into recruitment, um, which includes uh, local initiatives. At the moment, recruitment is run as a national function. We're considering how we uh, lift our game you know, locally to reach out to young people who may not have considered policing as a career. Uh, and I believe we'll be successful. I'm, I'm very confident of our ability to um, do what we need to do. Have you told the Minister you need to up um, pay in order to get these offices? Look, I, I think the Minister is very committed to ensuring um, that our staff are appropriately paid. We're in, in the course of a pay round at the moment, so yeah. I'm not permitted to talk about that by law. Um, but not know, asking you about the pay different. round. I'm not asking you about the specifics of your negotiations right now. What I'm wanting to know from you is you've given advice to the minister in a briefing document. Did you raise pay as um, one, of the, one of the barriers to getting the number of officers you need? We're in the process of briefing the minister on a range of things and the pay round is, is one of the early briefings that will go. Um, but I'm not at liberty to disclose that while we're in the midst of... Um, are you, you going to um, lower recruitment standards in order to get your intakes full and meet your 500 um, criteria? Ab absolutely not. And, and look, I can um, assure you that the people we've brought in through the period of our 1800 growth have been exceptional. We've had a large number of people with university qualifications, people from all walks of life, um, and I'm absolutely committed to getting in uh, the right people, uh, not just filling the spaces. Um, you were going to have measurable targets, the Minister says in that letter. Do you know what they are? What are your KPIs, Commissioner? The targets uh, that I believe Minister is referring to will be part of the um, overall suite of service, uh, targets for public service. Uh, police will have targets to which it needs to contribute within the justice sector. Uh, and when those come clear, when Ministers have considered them, then that's where um, our focus will be. You've got two years to run on your term. Are you going to last? Look, absolutely. Minister and I are working very well together. We have worked well together in the past. Um, and we are both incredibly committed to um, this organisation and uh, the great work that it does. So I'm very happy about that. Thank you for your time, Commissioner. That is the Police Commissioner, Andrew Costa, there.